Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon. And we love talking about baseball. That's about the halfway point through the season, or a, a little bit further than that. It's tough to tell with the All-Star game no longer. It's more than 80 games played, so yeah, these, yeah. the All-Star game was the halfway point. It's not anymore and hasn't been for years. Yeah, so, so it's like, we're close. I don't know exactly where we are on it. I think it's like within a game or two of when we're recording this, but... You know, we're halfway through the season. It's been a very interesting baseball season so far, I'd have to say. Well, it's like a normal season, except that we got started, what, about a week and a half late, which is important for stats, remember, because some of the stats are going to be a little less than they might be. Right, and and without a couple guys having outlier seasons, you know, that are throwing it off, you wouldn't realize that that actually makes their numbers even better. Like Aaron Judge? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, you know, the... uh, the, the playoffs uh, loom for the teams differently this year, so we knew that going in. We've got six playoff teams from each league with the top two teams getting buys in the first round of the playoffs. And you see teams, you know, and I think, you know, even the most – I, I don't want to – I'm not sure how to put it. Even the most pessimistic Met fans sort of know that – even if they we do, you know, the Braves are hot on their division, you know, on their trail for the division. Even if you do lose that, there's still the wild card, which looks like you're in pretty good shape for. You'd have to have a pretty disastrous right. second half to miss the the wild card, especially with the way it's set up now. And, and with so many games still yet to play, uh, teams are not yet positioning themselves, you know, to the, the Dodgers. Have, well, look, look at the leads, though, around there, right? You know, and just think like, you know. Are there teams on cruise control already? Let's just look at that. Well, I think there's one team that could be in relatively soon. And I think there's more than a, one. I mean, one for sure, and that's the team in New York. But yeah. that's not the Mets. No, no, and boy, um, and and at the uh, at the end of the episode, we'll we'll fess up and sort of tell we'll, everybody what we picked. See how we season, were doing. See how now. we're doing. And now we both know off the top of our heads. Neither one of us picked the Yankees to win that division, and that looks like a uh, pick that we both know will be wrong. When no, this no season it's comes it's not close. as if on this podcast we haven't picked the Yankees before because we have. Last year we picked the Yankees and we were wrong. I would <laughs> the sta- the pitching staff has surprised me. I did not think they surprised. Would, yeah, how about shock? Stunned. Right. I mean, no, Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole. You know, that's fine. But, you know. Everybody uh, else. Nestor Cortez. Okay. You know, and and this is just one of the more interesting guys to watch pitch in baseball, actually. You know, he, he hasn't doing the leg thing that he did to Shohei in the one game where Shohei broke down laughing in the box because he was doing his little move his leg around thing and shift around to try to throw off Shohei. Shohei had just like had to stick, give me time. I, I, I can't even. This guy's just this, weird. This guy's weird. So what, but and Jamison Tyone having a, an unbelievable start. I mean, these guys. Everybody's having an unbelievable. Play holes in the bullpen for our oldest Chapman. Who was counting on him? Him being one of the best closers in right. baseball. Right. So I, I think I think that's a team that barring a sustained period of bad play, it's gonna be almost impossible. Well, well, by sustained is it like for the rest of the season? They, they would have to have like a six and twenty month or something. That's not gonna happen. And that's not gonna happen. So so and, and you I think we talked about it before. So how big is the Yankee lead as they get into the weekend here after July fourth, right? Where what is the Yankee lead? I think it was 15 and a half or it so 15 games. It was as high as 16 games. Uh, now, now the Mets themselves had a 10 game lead, which is evap- all but evaporated. But what's in- interesting about that division, I think, um, and we thought that the Rays were going to be the team. I think with they've the Blue been Jays good, but they've not been amazing. The Blue Jays have been good, but they've not been amazing. Now, granted, being in division with the Yankees doesn't help. 
Being, but and again, and now the Orioles all of a sudden decided to wake up and play. So that division, they're just beating the heck out of each other, well, except for the Yankees. The, really, what it is is that the Orioles are even beating them. Realistically, it's that they're kind of going five hundred against one another and then kicking the crap out of the rest of the league. And so I, I think it makes it hard for you know I say the Red Sox are better than even I thought, uh, and you know, and they're just held back by being in that division. Right, right. I know you got you got other teams. And that, raise. that certainly it doesn't help that you have divisions like. The AL Central. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can really break away from it. Um, I guess, given the way the rest of the division is played, uh, I would have thought the White Sox would be way ahead. They should be. Now, they're in- injured. We've talked about it before. Recently Massively on this podcast. injured. Massively injured. So, you know, that that's a big part of it. Um, and the Twins, I, I like the Twins certainly more than you did before. I thought Correa was going to uh, be a positive player. And who knew about Luis Arreas, who is leading the league in hitting and Doing it in sort of like an old-fashioned baseball way at second base, in that he doesn't hit home runs, he doesn't kind of just steal bases, he just gets lots of hits, and kind of like a second baseman that plays in New York, actually. <laughs> in the middle of everything. Um, and so the the Twins have the division lead, but it's only by three and a half games uh, at this point over the over the Guardians, and they've been jockeying with the Guardians, which is surprising. I don't think either one of us had the Guardians contending. We were. Uh, I mean, I was no, I nonplussed didn't. about their roster. I agree. I agree. Ramirez is having a great season. Jose Ramirez is a great player. Um, they've gotten some pretty good performances, you know, out of guys. Josh Naylor has kind of come in and had a nice yeah, year, yeah. year for them. But I, I don't believe the Guardians are going to last long term. I, I just don't believe in the pitching enough. Bieber has been okay, not fabulous. Um, I think the Twins and the White Sox, you know, um, I guess I still expect the White Sox to make a run. Don't you? No. <laughs> okay. Not at this point. The, the team, the, the team's so injured that it would require a, a miracle run of good play that would just be guys, guys, they just have to start overperforming what they've been doing so far. I mean, they lost Luis Robert. They lost um, Jimenez. Uh, they have Tim Anderson has been added, uh, in and out of the lineup. If all those guys are playing and Abreu's having a good season. If all those guys are playing, it's a different thing. It doesn't help who they have managing either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, we talked about that uh, also on this podcast that Tony La Russa, you know, has always been a guy to do things his own way. Uh, that hasn't necessarily worked out so far this season for, for the White Sox. No, I, I have a mad, and it's so it's hard for me to believe that suddenly this team is going to just really start playing for Tony. And I'd say the Tigers have done what you thought the Tigers would do. Right. They're you know, a little they're, worse than I expected them to be. I thought they were going to, their young guys were going to kind of take more of a step forward. They brought up, finally brought up Riley Green. So right. hopefully they'll get a chance to see these young guys but play. Pretty much all of the guys that they expected to kind of be better this season have been worse. Everybody has taken a step back. And a lot of their middle of their lineup guys have significantly. Candelario's, we, we tried him on our team on our fantasy right. team. He killed and us. And so I think that's really hurt their team overall because guys that they were kind of counting on to be solid everyday major league contributors aren't being, which has put a lot of pressure on the young guys who have not responded because of that. And the Royals are exactly what we thought they would be. Right. They're bad. <laughs> they're just bad. They're over 20 games under 500, going nowhere. And, and we talked about this too. So do the Royals appear to have a plan anymore? Or less than you thought before the season about where they're headed as an organization. The problem that I feel like is that I don't know these teams' farm systems well mm, enough to good. evaluate their plan on any more than do they have young guys in the major leagues that are playing well? Like, okay, yeah, it looks like the Orioles' plan is good because a bunch of their young guys are up in the majors performing well, but I don't actually know. Well, Bobby Witt Jr., obviously, right. rookie year for 
of kids. So he's, he's been it's good. Been, it's been oh, yeah. I think I think you wouldn't complain. I like watching a kid play. But I don't know like what they have in the in the the pipeline coming up right, and what they right. what they're what their uh, team's going to look like at the beginning of next year because that's ultimately what this season will be graded on for the Royals. What's interesting about the Central is that, you know, if you were going to have a year where the Royals who had no bodies besides Whit Merrifield and Whit, you know, Bobby Whit Jr., uh, that's interesting, Whit Merrifield and Bobby Whit Jr., yeah. um, that they, you know, that's a division you could have stolen almost, you know, because no one has pulled himself, you know, and, and put themselves above, high above everybody. I think right, but, games, still, but how are you going to how leads. are you going to steal that division? Well, not the Royals, not not from exactly. twenty games down. You know, that's for sure. Exactly, like you would have had to go with a completely different approach for your team. And is it really worth selling out? Your, your team's future and development to maybe win a division title because you think it might be a down year no, for the no, division? No, 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 no. I mean, the, the Royals, they didn't have a real chance. We exactly. Really think so. so then you get to the West, and there's my team number two with a 12-game lead already, the Astros, um, over the Mariners, 15 over the Rangers, uh, 16 and a half over the Angels. Boy, did the Angels crash and burn. They they looked I like they, them were, too. they were doing so hot. And then and, and I just I just don't understand, you know, why they can't ever get it straight. They've got the most exciting player in baseball, probably. It's because it's they, they try to fill their rotation with a bunch of guys on prove it deals. You're not buying Michael Lorenzen? You're not buying Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the problem, is that Sure, if it works out, you look like geniuses. But this is like what the fifth or sixth year in a row of them trying this. Like it, it hasn't worked so far. Like you think, like okay, you need to eventually go. It's like okay, you got Shohei. Nobody expected him to be like this good, right? You've got Trout. You even now got Taylor Ward, who's a, a solid. But Jared Walsh, they win more. They. Uh- because they don't have any pitching because yeah. they don't instead of going out and spending money on getting a top flight free agent pitcher they try to see if maybe Noah Syndergaard has something left in the tank yeah and 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 he's been mediocre at best middling i would say mediocre I would say they, you know, he was some, great some when good. they were doing great and they've been not great when he's been doing pretty okay. but they're in fourth place um and we won't even talk about the athletics we we I said think they'd they be would lousy. Per- i think they would prefer it that way they, too. They, they were they we said they'd be lousy frankie montas is hurt right he was their trading ship so all the a's are talking about doing is a, a new ballpark are they gonna get a ballpark are they gonna stay in oakland are they gonna move um and, it's not good when that's all the fans right, have to talk right. about and, and what are we gonna get for your assets because we've pretty much sold off most of the team already which is why we're already almost 30 games in the 500 um but the mariners who i think we thought would you had them kind of doing better this year um there there are two games over 500 i i just i don't i don't get that team either no they're, <laughs> they're another team that should be better than right. what they've been doing like julio rodriguez what a player this guy is exciting he's he's got a chance to be an mvp probably going to be rookie of the year yeah, i think i think that's a that's a good bet um they've got ty france who, who we've had in our fantasy team has played had a terrific season you know they've had a lot of guys that have contributed it's just that their pitching has been inconsistent yep yep and that's really hurt them. And and I don't know if it's really fair, but I, I think I've seen a few Mariner games that where they just seem to find a way to lose, and good teams find a way to win. Or you know, and, and I think that they are not there yet. They're not there yet. No, they don't have that. That that's the difference between them and Houston. So the Rangers spent a boatload of money on Corey Seager they and go nowhere. and. They're better than they were because they were horribly awful, and now, now they're, they're just, just kind of regular awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, you know, around five hundred, a little bit below. Again, so you have all these teams in the West, and even though they're not great, um, the Astros are the clear class of them. Um, they're the kind of division 
that's going to cause problems late in the season because all of those teams are capable of winning a series against a better team because they all have theoretically pretty high peaks as teams. So there, there's going to be some close division race in the AL or the NL that they're going to do. One of those teams is just going to ruin with a late season series that some team that's expecting a real easy game set of games against the Rangers suddenly loses three games late in September. And now all of a sudden, Oh wait, this is not good. We were counting on winning all of those games. And a couple of weeks ago, it looked, and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll take a look again at who we think is going to, any changes in our picks, mm-hmm. but that it looked like the Rays and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays were going to be the wild card teams, and they were going to be no wild card teams from other divisions. But that's, as things do, that's change, and the Mariners are not that far away. The Guardians are not that far away. So it's, it's, a, it's a wild card grab it's, between it's, those teams. It looks like it's going to be the kind of thing where if the race kind of holds as is, you're going to have... Two of the AL East teams grab the first two slots, and then everybody else kind of fighting for that third one. It's 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 hard because even the Orioles would have to be considered in the wild card chase right now. So the only teams that are, you would probably say are not would be the Tigers, and, and, the Royals, the Royals, the Athletics, and the, athletics and, and the yeah. Angels maybe because the Angels have, have have really dropped off, you know, below five hundred. So if you switch leagues, um, and I think in the National League you don't have any. You know, uh, it's not as quite as bad. Well, in in terms of the leads, although the 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 Dodgers have now jumped out to a seven game lead, the Giants have kind of struggled in the way we thought they would struggle. Yeah, yeah, we had that one sort of that one. We but that that was a sort of a regression to the mean sort of prediction that everything went right for them last year. Right. So it wasn't that hard to predict that this year it wouldn't happen. And, and the Dodgers have had to, and still continue to have to deal with a rash of injuries, including injuries to Mookie Betts and, and that's, that's ultimately what's kept the Padres down, right? Well, they haven't got Tatis back yet this year. Uh, and they've had, you know, they've had a great season for Machado. Machado has had, he, he doesn't get talked about for MVP enough in the enough. He should be up there. But I think uh, he's he's a guy that should be there uh, in, in that conversation. So the Dodgers have a, a lead. The Padres are good. Um, can, they, they've but they're survived. ultimately chasing a wild card spot. It feels like uh, that. At least. Yes. I mean, the Dodgers would have to do what you talked about. The Yankees have to do is just go on some horrible losing streak. Although the Yankees have more than twice a big lead. Right. <laughs> like, it's much more feasible that the Dodger league shrinks because the, the Dodger league could shrink in a week, a week and a half. Well, the Dodgers just gained five games in a week. So they went nine and one when the Padres went four and six there's five games nine right. or seven games you were two games it was close a week ago right so, so it's, it's the kind of lead that can it can change really quick the yankee lead is so big right. that even in a week and a half they can't give it all up and so if that's the case it's just not the same the uh and, and that happened in the central right because you have the brewers now with a lead of three and a half games uh here we are on sunday uh over the cardinals but it wasn't long ago that the cardinals had a lead on the brewers uh and it looked like the brewers were floundering a little bit and the cardinals now the cardinal tailspin the cardinals have just looked they haven't scored in like 27 innings or something and and they have what might be might have been the early half season mvp in goldschmidt would you say Right, which is worrying that they're having all of these offensive troubles with a guy like hitting like Goldschmidt has been because you worry, 
oh god, how much has this MVP ish season been covering up some real uh, great point flaws in our team that we're we weren't seeing until right now? Well, again, you know, with the fantasy thing, so we have Giovanni Gallegos uh, as one of our closers, and he had a nice start to the season, but he's forgotten how to close now, and he's not really getting much of a chance to pitch. I think the Cardinals really took it on the chin when Flaherty got hurt in the first game he came back in, right? And like, oh no, and you know, Miles Mikolas had a great start to the season not as great lately i think it hurt that then losing flarity really is like, like oh that how was are we gonna, gonna be do such this? a yeah like i was gonna be like how are we really gonna do this without him like obviously you're still fighting for a wild card spot but again it feels like they're sort of fighting for that third wild card spot yeah i i i, I think the pitching is gonna make it hard for st louis now right because i think i think if you're looking at the a the nl you're thinking that you got the three division winners, and then realistically, whichever teams out of the Mets, the Padres, the Braves, and the Dodgers that don't win their respective divisions will likely pick up the first two wild cards. I slots. think that's that, I think that's fair. The 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 Brewers have a lot of pitching, which we like a lot, and that goes from the starters to the uh, to the bullpen. I mean, Eric Lauer has been a you know su- surprise Sensation. for them and really really good. Um, and and so I th- I think you know they're pitching is likely to sustain them enough if the Cardinals can't turn they the just need around. literally anybody to start hitting for them so then we go because we're we're Met fans here and yes the Mets are, are still in first place at this point lost um, the although, game today I think yeah they, they I think they lost today and and the Braves uh, seem to win every day and they went 21 and 6 in June to erase what was a 10 game Met lead and you know the Mets weren't going to win by 10 games and even no, Met fans knew that even Met fans even, the only the most delusional Met fans were the ones that were telling themselves that a team as good as the Braves weren't going to start playing like it. But there was a time where they were both, uh, I mean, it's both, but the Mets, the Mets, the Braves and the Phillies were under 500 and both of them went on winning streaks of their, of their, and now, yeah. And now the Phillies have even kind of put themselves in contention you for bet. that third. They're, they're a team that, you know, you, you're going to have to keep an eye on because they might not only be competing for that first wild card spot, but depending on how hot they keep playing, maybe even for that second one. So, I mean, the Braves just have a, a stacked roster and we're going to, we're going to talk, um, with Mitch Bernstein soon. On his uh, on his program and uh, about you know the halfway mark and and we put something about the Braves up there going they just keep finding players the, Michael you know, Harris they've who got, is Michael Harris rookies of the year for sure on their team well uh, Strider which well maybe but it could be Michael Harris right. it could be William Contreras take your pick and they've got a bunch of them so that's that's the kind of thing where it's just wild that they just apparently found all these apparently guys. there's a guy named Rick you know that they might be bringing up to the major leagues he's he's, he's playing in a beer league in, in Southern California but he looks pretty good so they're going to bring him to the major leagues the he's going to hit 40 homers yeah it's going to be wild so, so. Um, the Braves just you know and they just I think they're better this year than they were last year I think they just have a better roster uh, right, I think I think overall and now they know they can the do it. The only <laughs> weakness they have on a team as a team is they're not great at playing small ball. Oh, they swing for that. That whole lineup is constructed top to bottom to go yard. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing this without Albies and they're too, because losing Albies in particular hurts yep, that. Yep, I think. That's but true. they're gonna they're they're kind of like those Yankee teams. They're gonna club they're those Yankee teams, but with way better pitching because they're gonna club a lot of teams to death. You know, if you want to look at it from the Met fans perspective, you hope well maybe Charlie Morton won't be able to pitch the whole season great because he's a little older and he'll run out of gas and you know. So, but you know. You 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 know they're good and and the Mets are on their way gonna, to Atlanta you're hope shortly. That when it comes to playing them in a series in October or, se- or late September, that their bats go a little bit cold, 
they can't necessarily win the game with just the long ball and your ability to j- manufacture runs will come up more. I think that's going to be the difference. They're, they're a good team. And really I, good I still team. think the Braves and the Dodgers are, are probably the two top teams in the National League, and the Mets are trying to be one of those teams. And and we hope so, but, you know, we, we're, we're just hoping it's so. going to be really hard. And, and I think the National League East, as much as going to be dependent upon, how many times do you have left to play the Nationals? Not a lot, yeah. <laughs> right? How did you do against the Nationals? Right, too? right. Well, not how did you do with it. You hope you have a lot of games left against the Nationals because they're, they're all of a sudden playing terrible. Soto's having a bad year. Uh, and Strasburg tried to come back. That didn't work out. Corbin has been the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball this year. Um, I mean, it's just unbelievable. This team won the World Series three years ago. And they tore it all I mean, down. talk about Marlins-level teardown. Yeah, and does, they don't really get called on it, you know, for it. And, and, and I'm not sure what they've got coming up. In terms of young players, you know, that Juan Soto would say, Yeah, let me sign a long term deal because I want to hang around here. Well, it sounds like he's going to, they're going to back up a truck to his house. That's the only way he's going to stay. The first $500 million ball player. Decent chance. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. That's what's going to happen to this guy. He's going to be get a $500 million contract. And he's, you could argue, he's probably worth it. Yep. So um, okay, so let's talk about what we said. And I think we're pretty. I think we were pretty good, actually. Yeah, I, 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 and, and let's face it: anybody that that does a baseball podcast or reports, if you follow the game, you should get most of them right because you know it's, it's it's unlikely that some team that is unexpected is going to all of a sudden come up and do that. But what we picked before the season, um, and and would be let's see, we both picked the Mets. Okay, well, we, we did not. We, what we did is we didn't pick division winners because we were chicken to do that. We just picked playoff teams. So now, now at a certain point, we probably should pick who we think the two by. I think we are picked be. the Mets with winning the division, but we we just picked playoff teams. We didn't pick anybody. Mm. So the Mets and the Braves. So that wasn't too hard for us. We both had the Brewers. We both had the Dodgers. We both had the Giants. We didn't have the Padres. Interesting. I think we were both a little worried about the Padres taking a step back. I had the Padres. You had the Phillies. Okay. So, and that really is, you know, all those teams are still. Are in the mix. I'd say the Giants would be the one that you scratch your head and say, you know, you didn't think the Cardinals were going to show up at all this year. You didn't, th- you know, but um, that's not so bad, I think. No. Um, and in the American League, we both had the Rays and the Jays. Uh, we both had the Astros and the White Sox. Okay, and you picked the Mariners. I picked the Twins. We both look really bad on the AL. And then you had the Red Sox, which now looks much better than it did a, a while week ago, ago. Yeah, right. And I had the Angels, which looked good for like a week, <laughs> for a month, <laughs> or maybe two. So if you the, had, the, the lack of the Yankees is what obviously oh sticks out boy. there. And, and, and we look so bad here, right? right? Because we're Met fans, and we didn't pick the Yankees, and it just so. Typical. I, I don't. I. I had no. I did not think they were going to be this good. But now I, I believe it. So if you have to pick your two buy teams in the American League, who the are Yankees they and be? the Astros. Yankees. Yeah, that's pretty easy. It's easy. How about in the National League? I can't, there's a wimp out answer. Yeah. Dodgers and the winner of the NL East. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I've already gone on record saying I think the Brazer. Uh, if I think they're that good, I. I just think that they're going to find a way to find overtake. a way to win. Now, my optimistic bet fans would say. The Mets have done all of this, and they've gotten nine starts from Jake DeGrom and, and Max Scherzer. So 
there's a chance they could, in the second half of the season, get 20 to 25 starts with those guys. Right, if they go like 18 and 2 so, in those games. Well, 18 and 2. You know, but but the point is, is that it makes the whole pitching staff, and the National League knows that. The National League knows that, okay, if the Mets get those guys, they're going to be a better team. You're just going to have a bunch of, you know, really tight games because, you know, offense, you know, may get they're, they're, tough you're, now you're, and then. You're suddenly two games in a row the Mets are almost always going to win. Right, right, right. You're, gonna, you're, you're not going to have long losing streaks, which right. the Mets, you know, good teams don't have long losing streaks, but the, the Mets don't. How about um, your all-star selection? I just wanted to ask you about um, the American League in particular because uh, Shohei Otani, who is probably in line for one of the guys you might think about for MVP of the American League. It's hard to give it to him given that team. Right, you know, the old you could finish last without him, um, or fourth in, in the case of the Angels right now. Um, do you think, you know, Jordan Alvarez was going to be uh, the candidate for the designated hitter, but Shohei Otani actually ended up beating him out in the voting, and Alvarez came up with an injury is going on the IL right it now. It all works out for Major it, League it, Baseball. But, but I, from a fan's perspective, right, and, 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 and uh, you know, look, nobody seems from to like From a fan's Rob perspective, Manfred. I want to see them both hit. Right, well... But if you had to pick one, you want to see Shohei, right? So Shohei's going to pitch, and Shohei's who the casual so fan wants to see. So if you had Shohei pitch in the All Star game, and then he doesn't hit, you'd be disappointed. Exactly, that's the whole point. He should pitch and hit in the All Star game because that's and what Jordan should have hit too because he's had an unbelievable season. He's probably the AL MVP. It's either him or Judge. Yeah, I just I, I will always have a hard time giving an MVP to a designated hitter. Have you looked at his numbers? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. otherworldly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, here's a weird thing, right? So check his stats, uh, Alvarez. So he's played left field a few times. I don't know how many times, 20 times or something like that this year. He has a higher defensive run save than Aaron Judge defense, you know, in, in the outfield. There's no way that Alvarez is a better outfielder than Aaron Judge. Not any he's day got of the a week. Good arm, and he's they're putting it. Judge in center field right now. That's the impressive thing is that he's been playing center. So, so I, I so defensive uh, metrics, particularly for outfielders and, and things of that nature, I, I think in question as far as concerned. I think that's fair. I, I, I just there's, there's just no way you could tell me that defensive run save from left field could be anything like center field, and that he has overperformed or outperformed in his 20 or so games. Aaron judges 70 games in the outfield or however many he's played. So, uh, yeah, I just thought that was, you know, really, you know, something that, you know, the fans should get to see, I think, what they want. And Manfred also came up with his getting um, Cabrera uh, mm-hmm. into the game. And I think Zach Greinke uh, into the game this year. Uh, I, there was another player. And uh, Yadier I'm, I'm Pujols. Pujols. Pujols is going to be on the roster. So getting these guys onto the roster, they have special exemption picks each year. That's fine by me. If As long as you're going to expand the roster, why shouldn't we see Pujols one last we, time? Would you? It's, it's his last season. We all know it's their last seasons. Let us see these famous players. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, so, you know, bad job, but people say by Manfred, but in this particular instance, I think he did a really good job. I think it's like if you're, if you're looking at it, the thing is, is that the All-Star game is as much a celebration of baseball as it is about honoring the best players of the half season. I think it's less about that nowadays. So I don't think there's a the sanctity of the vent you need to pr- protect or something. I think it's Ron Darling who said he's the uh, SMY commentator for the Mets here in New York was saying, well, if they have a half season award, you know, the, the All Star break, why don't you honor the guys that had the second half of the season that was good at the end of the season? We don't do that. They go straight to the MVP and the postseason awards. And if you have a good second half of the 
season, nobody cares. There's no All Star game afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, I think um, uh, um, I'm just so into the season this year. Uh, it's been a really good season for baseball. I think we're going to get a lot of really good pennant races and wild card spot races because there's going to be a lot of people closely jockeying for positioning. And I think that you're going to have a wide open playoffs this year because there's a the the, the both the NL the ALCS and the NLCS by all metrics should be incredible series. It's, it's going to come down to, as it always does, the pitching. And so the Red Sox can say that they've done all this without Chris Sale. Although I, I could argue, I'm not sure which Chris Sale you might get. So if you want the one the that destroyed Chris Sale, the one that destroyed a clubhouse last weekend, <laughs> if you get if you get vintage Chris Sale, that makes the Ori- or the Orioles, the Red Sox, a much more formidable competitor down the stretch and in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Twitter at Almost Hoops.